1: You better believe it. It's The Week That Was with Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480, WHBC.
0: You know, when we look at all this, I said in the last two weeks, that's all you've seen is uh, what's going on with the Mueller investigation, what's going on. And this gentleman's name keeps popping up, uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi, who we've had on the show Many times in the past has written so many great books and and uh, is is now cast in the middle of this. And Dr. Corsi this week filed a criminal uh, complaint against Robert Mueller and the Mueller investigation. He has uh, said, you know, basically, I'm not going to lie and you could throw me in jail for the rest of my life. And Dr. Corsi has written a book about this, a forthcoming book, called Silent No More, How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt. It's going to be published by Post Hill Press, and it'll be out, I believe, the 26th of December. And we are fortunate to have Dr. Corsi on the show with us. Dr. Corsi, thank you so much.
1: Uh, Great to be with you, and um, thank you. We're going to try to get the... uh, Ebook available maybe even this weekend on Silent No More, and I'm expected looking to see when it will go live, but it's kind of going to be live as quickly as we can get. it. I want an e-book, and I'm recording the audio book right now, so we're going to have both available very
0: quickly. Awesome. I, I can't wait to read it. And uh, All right, let's go back, Dr. Corsi. How, how in the world did you end up becoming a major player? In the Mueller investigation
1: well they they originally wanted me to see if I could I mean the whole point was that I could connect Roger Stone to Julian Assange, and it all blew up because i don 't know Julian assange i um, have never met julian assange he
0: 's the Wikileaks guy he's the Wikileaks guy,
1: to- the WikiLeaks guy yeah. yeah they wanted to say that um, this is all their Russian collusion nonsense that um it was Roger Stone, then to me, and then to WikiLeaks, and Julian Assange. And the contact then would would have gone from Roger Stone to Steve Bannon to Donald Trump, and this was supposed to be the way that Julian Assange was being told how to use the emails from the Democratic National Committee that that Russia stole. But there's a couple of problems here. Russia, I don't believe, stole the emails, and Julian Assange says they did not. And secondly, um, I don't have any contact with WikiLeaks or Julian Assange or any intermediary that connects me.
0: So so why don't they just leave you alone?
1: Because they blew it all up. They say, you know, they want to charge me with um, not giving them what they want. So, you know, after 40 hours of testimony.
0: You have testified.
1: Oh, yeah. Not before the grand jury. Only once before the grand jury. Okay. But for 40 hours. With them in interviews and six sessions in two months uh and, and then they say well you i willingly and no know, knowingly gave them false information that um with an intent to deceive them that's the law well i didn't do that and they'll never prove that in the court of law i i came in i gave them my my laptops i had a time machine i gave them that I have gave assigned signed over all my email accounts, username and password. I helped them get the Twitter and Google account. I worked with the FBI at Quantico because it required that double verification and I had to authorize it through my IP. I did everything to cooperate with them. But when they don't get what they want, then they turn on you. They become violent and nasty. Uh, they could arrest me and charge me at Christmas time. Well, I mean, I'm having to answer questions again in the family. Is Grandpa going to be in prison on Christmas Day? Maybe yes. Really? Yes.
0: Now, what kind of toll is this taking on you? And and, and this is, I, I have to think about this. You're being, why should you even have to turn over all this stuff? Because,
1: well, I did, you know. I, I did it voluntarily because. I thought it was a, you know, the FBI and legitimate investigation, and I, I decided I would cooperate with them. I had nothing to hide. I've done nothing wrong. And so I, you know, but but they want this link, and they were pounding me on this link over and over and over and over again, drilling it. And I told them I can't remember my emails, or or I'm not a human tape recorder. You can't punch a button and I can replay for you a. Conversation that happened in 2016, two years ago. This, this is horrible. This is it destroys the family. We're not going to have any Christmas this year. There's no nobody here, we're all worried. I'm going to go to jail. How can you have a Christmas?
0: How, how, have they charged you with anything?
1: They're no, but they've threatened to, and um, I believe uh, one of my attorneys believes they will, and one of my attorneys thinks they won't, and. You know, you live with that up-and-down roller coaster every day, and the whole family does.
0: How often do you have contact with them, Dr. Corsi?
1: Well, we don't at all, because after they said my testimony was worthless, and they threw us out, they told my attorneys that the next thing we would have is a plea deal. Well, they sent me this plea deal, and the plea deal was entirely fraudulent. They wanted me to plead to one count of testimony I gave the first day, that they allowed me to amend, because I I hadn't seen my 2016 emails. When I did, I realized what I said the first day was wrong. So I amended the testimony. Now they wanted me to plead guilty to the unamended testimony, not taking into account that I'd amended it. I wouldn't do that. I mean, that's
0: but they gave gonna... you a chance to amend it.
1: Yes, and I did amend it.
0: And then they said. We don't care that you amended it. We're charging you for the prior testimony.
1: Yes. They wanted to to charge me with the mistake I made the first day. Without acknowledging they'd allowed me to amend the testimony.
0: Wow. Now they've said, you have come out and said, they can put me in jail for the rest of my life. Can Can that happen realistically?
1: Well, I'm 72 years old. They put me in jail for a year. I might die. Yeah.
0: Why is this whole thing, you know, in your book, the book that's coming out? Yes. What do you, what do you hope to accomplish from this book?
1: Well, I give you a day by day, what it felt like, you know, from getting a subpoena on August twenty eighth through going through this horror show. I wrote it in first person. You're sitting there with me. What I hope to accomplish is that. Nobody else in America ever has to go through this. And that this, I can prove by my experience, these people are politically motivated. They made it clear to me they don't like any of my writing. They think it's all a bunch of lies. They're all hard Democrat operatives. Jeannie Ree, yes, the, the lead of the prosecutors that was questioning me, was a Hillary Clinton attorney in the emails and in the Clinton Foundation. Mm-hmm. Aaron Zelinsky, prosecutor under Rosenstein, <clears throat> contributed to the uranium one cover up. And you've got um, Andrew Goldstein, head of the corruption division under Pret Bahara, well, I kept asking me, he wouldn't talk to me about a case I wrote about Billy Walters, where Pret Bahara for four years, this was a Las Vegas gambler, Pret Bahara for insider trading, but for four years they had an FBI agent, David Chavez, who was leaking grand jury information in the Wall Street Journal and New York Times. That case is under appeal. I attended the appeal. The judge, the chief judge of the three judges, said it was shocking prosecutorial misconduct. These guys engage in prosecutorial misconduct day and night. It's a political thing. I mean, look, they want to plead guilty in front of a federal judge then they wouldn't necessarily sentence me for a year like they've done with michael flynn well first of all i have securities licenses and insurance licenses that i've held since the uh, 80s and they said this was going to be secret that i pleaded guilty to a felony when it was going to be secret well i didn't know first of all that could happen secondly they, they said i couldn't report it to the regulatory agencies and because um it was secret. So I'd have to violate the rules of FINRA and the insurance agencies that demand when your status has changed such that you might not hold an insurance or securities license, you have to inform them immediately. Special prosecutors said, don't do that. What if I had to file for bankruptcy? I wouldn't be able to write. If I wrote anything in that year, when it came to sentencing a year later, they wouldn't say he doesn't deserve prison. They'll say he was a bad boy. So if I have to go bankrupt, I can't even tell the bankrupt judge that I'm a felon. No. This is a to- they they were asking me to commit crimes so to accept their plea agreement.
0: They basically just want to ruin your life.
1: Shut they me want to up. ruin my life. Shut me up and, and bankrupt me.
0: Now you filed. Your attorneys filed a criminal and ethics complaint against the special prosecutor Mueller and his prosecutorial staff this past week. What what is what is the point of that? What are you trying to do?
1: Well, if if um, Whitaker is a honest guy who's the acting attorney general, he'll take it seriously. If he's just another Jeff Sessions who's going to you know let the prosecutors do whatever they want, he'll ignore it. And um, you know Donald Trump this past week has sent out two tweets with my name in it. Yes citing interviews and things that I've been saying, maybe Donald Trump will pick up on the fact that my criminal complaint is being ignored.
0: I I have to tell you this, Dr. Corsi, and I can't wait to read your book. Um, But you sound... I have interviewed you many times. Right. You sound just down. Your voice... Everything sounds like they have just pummeled you.
1: Well, they have pummeled me. It's a, it's a a brutal experience. You know, you can't sleep at night. You're waking up thinking you're going to go to prison. I'm looking at my family wondering if I'll ever see them again as a free man. And it's all because I supported Donald Trump.
0: And it's, and, and really, you have done nothing. Done nothing. Nothing.
1: Zero. Wow. They said that. They said I didn't do anything. They said they wanted me as a witness. But I couldn't give them what they wanted. And they they couldn't believe that in July and August I knew that uh, Julian Assange and WikiLeaks had Podesta's emails. Well, I figured it out. I connected the dots.
0: That's not hard. I mean, I did that. Well, well, I shouldn't say that that, because I'll go to prison now.
1: Well, you will if you... You know if you um told anybody back then, <laughs> yes and I mean it you was... know, I mean look the, the Democrats and the in Mueller are criminalizing conservative politics, and I think I'm especially being punished because I say, you know my Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ, and they hate that
0: wow i it, it is uh it is a scary time. It is a scary time and I feel for you. I mean, we've had you on here, I've read your books. I've uh I I know what you know what kind of man you are. And and it it troubles me that uh that people are being their lives are being ruined right right out in public. I mean, right right here in front of us for for doing absolutely nothing. And uh I, I thank you. I, I I also have to thank you for your courage in writing this book because this can't sit well with them.
1: I was going to infuriate them, just like this radio interview. They're monitoring everything. Your radio interview,
0: oh, great,
1: is now being monitored <laughs> by the federal government.
0: Great, great. Now, Everything
1: I say here will be monitored by the FBI.
0: Oh, uh, wonderful.
1: Okay, right. now that's that's the world we're living in today. That's America today. Yeah. Now, I set up com. I've already spent a couple hundred thousand dollars on legal fees, and I'm trying to raise some money. There's a GoFundMe on that page. There's a donor box and PayPal. What is that now? Okay. which is where i put my legal defense fund and give you some options to where you can contribute to it. Because, I mean, I've spent $200,000. If they indict me, I'll probably have to spend two million dollars in a trial. I don't know where I'll get it, but um uh, you know they can imprison me I'm not going I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to allow them to bully me
0: and let's let's be straight. It's not that you're trying to protect anyone. you're just saying no. I, I'm not going to lie.
1: How could I protect anybody? I gave them everything I had I gave them my life. I gave them my computers, signed over, gave them my time machine, which had a, you know, the Apple time machine has an accurate record four times a month, what your computer looked like, all mine through 2016, I can't alter it, it's absolutely a precise record, the way my computer looked, I gave them that, I could have thrown it away when I quit using the computer, I had it, I gave it to them, gave them my email accounts them my Verizon accounts. Verizon wouldn't even give me my phone numbers that I called without a court order. I couldn't get a court order. They have my phone numbers. I don't have them.
0: Hmm. Wow. I I uh we will keep following this and and I uh, uh again the book is coming out uh hopefully this weekend in uh e book form in ebook yeah, form I,
1: and I'm putting a lot up on Twitter. My account there is twitter. Uh, dot dot coursey, Jerome. dot
0: And then you I'm have... put a lot up there. And then you have CorseyNation. nationcom where people can Corsi, go.
1: Yeah, that's where you should go to donate. CorseyNation.
0: nationcom And then your book, uh, "Silent No More: How I Became a Political Prisoner of Mueller's Witch Hunt." I. Um, I, I and that can,
1: should be ready this weekend or. You should be out in ebook fashion, so you can read it right away.
0: Good, I'm We're going. We're
1: rushing to get it up there in ebook fashion.
0: I'm going to, and they're going to release two hundred fifty thousand copies in the first printing, also of this when it comes out in uh, hard hardbound copies. Dr. Corsi, thank you, and I, I totally wish you the best in this and in your fight, and and uh, pray for you and your family that that everything kind of that that everything works out the best for you.
1: Okay, well, I really appreciate that. Prayers are really important, and thank you.
0: Thank you. You have a wonderful day, as good as you can, and have a great Christmas.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless.
0: Dr. Jerome Corsi. um, It's sad. It's scary. Isn't that scary? I mean, basically just wanting you to lie and then... Asking you to amend something, you amend it, and they still come back and say you lied about it. It's got to be. I can't even imagine. Now, maybe I'm. It, he scared me when he said <laughs> they're listening to they're us. they listening right to
2: now. you. I, I my first thought, I was like, well, at least we went national. Then, That's
0: <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. We're going to continue with the week that was right after this.
2: You'll be excited
1: to hear it all. It's The Week That Was with Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480 WHBC.
0: I, what's that? That should be banned. Yes, it should. So take it off. That's, don't
2: play that. Promotes adultery.
0: There's so many. The radio station in Cleveland, banned. Baby, it's cold outside. uh, Because they said it violates the Me Too movement. Gets into the Me Too movement. Now, there are some lines in it. When I read, it starts out, I really can't stay. And then the guy comes in and says, baby, it's cold outside. I got to go away. Uh, And it just keeps, he's convincing her to stay. She's saying, I gotta leave. Uh, The neighbors might think, uh, and he keeps saying it's bad out there. So what's in this drink, Right, she says. Um, No cabs to be had out there. Um, I ought to say no, 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 sir uh mind if i move in closer he says so really i mean if you look at it yeah um then at the end she says or he says that took a lot of convincing but she decides to stay stay so and and she also says in here that oh you're being very pushy you know uh and so they banned this song
2: one, I think it was a publicity stunt, and it's worked well because we're still talking about it about two weeks later. Yeah. And two, when you take every line out of context, yes, it sounds terrible. But if you go back, she says, "Yeah, pour me maybe half a drink."
0: Yeah, but maybe she feels compelled to do that. So she's afraid. Well, the thing is, because he's getting closer, moving closer.
2: It, it, in it was written in like 1949, early 1950s. Yes. The line. <laughs> What's in this drink was used as an excuse when you're going to do something stupid. Yeah. And I had older relatives that used to say that all the time. they drink drinking beer, like we talked earlier. They were like, whoa, what's in this drink? Because they knew they were getting ready to do something stupid or say something stupid. Or, mm-hmm. or they were being goofy. Really? They're like, oh, what's in this drink? And so th- I that I understood. I saw, I was because di- I, I looked it up. I'm like, is it really that bad? And I was reading some stuff about the song, the origin of the song. The the gentleman I can't remember his name wrote it for him and his wife they performed it all the time she felt more violated that he sold the song off to a movie than keeping it for themselves Hmm. because they would just perform it for friends and parties and get hired to do it then he sold the rights to it to other people and she's like I felt like he cheated on me there and but it wasn't it was basically that convincing like look I know you gotta go but I really want you to stay It, it you know and it's You know, anybody who's dated their significant other, their wife, husband. Come on. You tell me that. You're going too far (laughs) But I'm saying, you've never had to leave them and go, man, I really don't want to leave, or you didn't want them to leave, so you're trying to convince them to stay. Why don't you just call off sick today? And and the lines, what will mother think? What will the neighbors
0: think? My brother will be here knocking at the door, she says.
2: because in the 1950s, women didn't stay at their boyfriends' or fiancés' houses without being scorned and looked upon as yes. in a very negative light.
0: All right, so then Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, people say that that's should be banned because it's bullying, because it says all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. I think it's more about bandwagonism than anything. <laughs>
2: They didn't like the guy until he did something for him, and then, <sighs> oh, he's our best friend now. <laughs> but no, and, and that's the thing. Is if you're going to ban a song like Baby It's Cold Outside because it implies something, then, I mean, that's flat-out saying he, he, he was bullied because he looked different. Yes. Why not ban that? He had that? a red nose. Yeah, let's just keep
0: going down the line. Why not ban that? Yeah. So what other songs, Sean, would well, be, Could you? would you ban? Well, do you
2: hear what I hear is insensitive to people with hearing impairments.
0: Well, that, that's why you go to hearing. Well, there you go. <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> so you can hear what <laughs> I hear. We talked about white Christmas. Yeah, white Christmas yeah. is racial.
2: It's racial. And I'm as dreaming is, of a
0: white Christmas.
2: And in winter wonderland kind of together because it's against areas that don't get snow. It's a good th- point. That don't get
0: you a know, good point. winter. We should ban that.
2: Santa Baby, that's the reverse of the Me Too. Yes. You know, hurry down the chimney tonight. Yeah, that's that's like That's terrible.
0: All I want for Christmas is you, the Mariah Carey? That's that's stalking. That's stalking. That is definitely stalking. That is not we gotta take that one off.
2: Yeah, and then uh the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I never heard that. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? No. Oh, I'll find it for you. I never
0: heard that song. It's, it's a the little cutie. That, isn't kid. that a rare species?
2: It's endangered. We what? can't just be giving hippopotamuses out as.
0: Well, you shouldn't pr- get that hunting them. Exactly. Ouch. That's gone. That's gone. What else? Uh, what do we got
2: here? I'm trying to look here because some of these we can't say. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: Yeah, I mean, what did. Fourth of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Yeah, so people who think that the Fourth of July is the most wonderful time of the year feel cheated by that. What are you doing? I'm looking up. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Well, he's... give me some more songs though that you think should be, and then we'll play that.
2: Oh, oh, or uh, er, God rest, rest ye merry gentlemen.
0: It's anti-feminist.
2: It is. It is. Sexist. so. It's
0: basically saying women don't rest. Right. Women don't get to rest. Women have to keep doing things mm-hmm. while men rest. That is that is not good.
2: Let it snow is right there with Winter Wonderland and White Christmas. Yeah. It's the, the, the tropical places. Yeah. 12 days of Christmas. What is that? Well, you got eight days of Hanukkah. Why is, I mean, other than the Adam Sandler song, it's... I mean, if you really get it's into it... It's anti-Semitic. Well, that, I mean, but if you really get into it, and we obviously we joke, but isn't every Christmas song because it's a Christian holiday controversy? Because you're excluding those who aren't Christian?
0: Uh, not In, necessarily. Or d- don't... But that one, 12 Days of Christmas, right. yeah, I would go ahead with that. Okay. A, I think there's more, even. Little Drummer Boy. <clears throat> Excludes women. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the maybe the woman played the guitar though.
2: And you know, we're in the age of fake news, so that's Santa Claus is coming to town.
0: That's fake news. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's fake news.
0: He's not. Well, I shouldn't say that. There may be kids listening, but he's. Yes, that is fake news. And, that's pretty. Yeah, you know, those there's so many songs that could be banned. That that should be, that should be banned. I I think this is. Uh, You've, we've had a lesson in it today. Yes. Thank you for those. Do you have that song? Yeah, let me bring it up here. Let's see if we could play this, because I've never heard this. It's a ridiculous song. Oh, yeah, it's just a cute kid song. You've heard this? Yeah.
2: Who's this singer? Gala Peavy.
0: Sounds like she has a cold. will <laughs> to I don't like that song. Plus it's it's uh, it it has to be banned because it's promoting
2: endangered species.
0: A capture of an endangered yes, you species. You can't domestic domesticate a, a hippo. It's ridiculous. You're doing that. That's sad. That's sad. Peter would be all over that. Oh, did you see the newest story with Peter? No. <laughs>
2: oh, let's take a break. I'll go get it off my desk. All right, deal. You'll uh, you'll like. This. I want to get it.
0: We'll be back right after this.
1: And now, back to The Week That Was with Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480, WHBC.
0: A one-horse open sleigh. Now, PETA. PETA. Stop using anti-animal language. They wrote, they tweeted, words matter. And as our understanding of social justice, I love that term it just takes into account everything social justice evolves our language evolves along with it yes they try and stifle language here's how to remove speciesisms is that what it says <laughs> yes. speciesisms it's called speciesisms <laughs> from your daily conversation now folks learn these okay Instead of saying "kill two birds with one stone," from now on say "feed two birds with one scone."
2: Wait, scone is like it's a it's a it's like a doughy thing, right? Yeah. yeah, that would still kill birds, probably, because it's like rice. You're not allowed to have rice at a wedding anymore. They don't want you to have rice at a wedding because. Birds eat the rice, they go eat water, drink water, it expands in their stomach, it explodes, and they die. It's the same thing with a scone. By the way, at
0: Italian weddings, seriously, when I was a kid, they not not only threw rice, but they threw these things called kumbits, and they were like hard candy with nuts in them, and they threw those. So, I mean, you could put somebody's eye out at an Italian wedding, but they threw those at the bride and groom and everybody else who was close. But feed two birds with one scone. So who's going to say that? (laughs) All right, we're talking about two things. Well, yeah, we could feed two birds. We could kill two birds with one stone. That was the whole idea behind it. You know, we could solve both problems with one solution. Exactly. But now we could... Feed two birds with one scone.
2: If you, then it if makes you, no sense. Right, because then you still have two hungry birds because they only got half a
0: scone. <laughs> be, be the guinea pig. Be the big guinea pig. They said change it now to be the test tube. Be the test tube. You shouldn't be the guinea be pig. Be the test tube. What if I want to be a guinea pig? So pour chemicals in me. Yes. Be a... Beat... A dead horse feed a fed horse why would you feed a fed horse this is what they said feed a fed horse why would I feed a fed horse to make him sick right that makes no sense bring home the bacon don't say that anymore Bring home the bagels, Peter says. Bagels
2: have too many carbs in it, and there's no way. It's not healthy.
0: Bring home the bacon. I'm going to bring home the bagels. They want you to change your language, Sean. Right. Take the bull by the horns. Take the bull by the horns. Take the flower by the thorns. This is what Peter says. Take the flower by the thorns. How are you supposed to change your language? Phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals. I love animals. I love all animals. I'm an animal. I'm a Bambi guy. I don't, my business partner and and they, they love hunting. I respect that. They eat it. They only kill what they eat. But you know what? I can't do it. I'm 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 a Bambi guy. I'm I love animals, but I'm not going to change my language. It's just because I I somebody says I'm being cruel by what I say. If I say take the bull by the horns. Does that mean I'm going to literally take a bull by the horns? That's ridiculous. And it'd be pretty stupid to do, because that bull will still drag you away. Yes, around. and I've never kicked a dead horse. I don't want to. I have no desire to. I, I don't think
2: I've ever been close enough to a dead horse to Yes. To beat it, kick it, or uh, punch it. You know, it. Peter,
0: this is this is stupid. This is stupid. The whole thing with the songs... Even though it was funny, was stupid, it's ridiculous. I'm not changing my language. It doesn't mean that I'm a, I'm a animal cruelty person. I love animals.
2: I love the the phrase speciesism. <laughs>
0: yes, that's what they're saying. <laughs> it's speciesism. it's a new one, and they lumped it in. They lumped it in with social justice. Yeah, it's like this is social. Justice. Is there a group out there like PETA
2: that is for the ethical treatment of plants?
0: Oh, I, there probably is.
2: I, I mean, there probably is. Everything in there was, you know, let's, you know, you know, whatever. It feeded a scone. What? Well, what the scone ever do to the birds to be
0: eaten I, I mean, by? You it? know, and why? Why feed them a scone? And how does that? How does that get the point across? I guess the scone is the solution. So if you if this if you use scone as a solution, you could feed two birds right. with one scone. So that makes sense. I could do that. I could do that. But Sean, I think it loses its meaning though
2: because, and I know we are digging deep into this. You're killing two birds with one stone. You're you're finding a solution with one or finding one solution that kills both. Problems. Yeah, but you're you're they,
0: still you're, you're doing the same thing. By I'm arguing
2: this now, but with one stone. One stone is one stone. When you do it with, mm-hmm. with, with a scone, one scone, you're feeding two birds. You're only giving half a scone to each bird, so, so you're only solving half the problem. No. Yes, you are, you're because the bird's, birds? going to be
0: hungry again. No, I disagree. I'm I'm, I'm going with that one. I'm going with that one. I'm feeding, from now on, I'm feeding two birds with one scone. I am. I, I, I like that one. I like that one. Be the guinea pig, though, and all the rest. They're already getting to but, you, Joe. But I'm, go- I'm going with that one, though. I'm going to feed two birds with one scone when I have a problem. They've got
2: now. you. You're going to do that whole list by the end of 2019. Oh. That's the start. They're, they're just that one little one, and then you'll start doing the other phrases, too. You're going to feed a fed horse. I guarantee you, by the end of March, you'll be
0: feeding fed horses. I won't feed a fed horse because that makes no sense. Why would you refeed a fed horse? Unless you were cruel to that horse. Right. You would be feeding. That's like saying, I'm going to let my dog eat until he pukes. Until yeah. he dies. Right. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's still cruel to animals to yeah, feed. It is cruel. You're over-feeding Feed a them. fed horse is wrong, Peter. Get that one out of and, there.
2: And it's going to make him obese, which.
0: Yes, that's ridiculous. Bring home the bagels. I could, I could go with that one, too. I could bring home the bagels do you instead think, of the bacon.
2: I don't know if you saw this story either, but Ohio State actually has a baking vending machine until like next week sometime. It's just I think I think it's a test. I thought maybe it was the the Urban Meyer they had to get something else in there to help with recruiting since Urban's retiring. But do you think Pete is going to go after them, saying why do you have meat? They have a vending here? machine with bacon. Yeah, it's like just a baking vending machine. Bacon. Yes. Not baking. No bacon. B a c o n. How many different kinds of bacon can you have? I don't know. There's thick cut, there's pepper. So you can
0: actually go and pick out the bacon yeah. you want? Yeah. That's pretty brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. Somebody some entrepreneur is brilliant. All right, we come back. We're gonna get serious here a little bit. I mean this is this is these are great stories. Two stories that will touch your hearts. And I tell you what, they are amazing. One local one another part of Ohio, both involved fathers who were in the military, both involved amazing sons who went the extra miles to honor their fathers. At first, at 10 o'clock, right after the break, right after news and sports, we're going to talk to Mr. Rex Beach of Canton, Ohio, as he tells his extraordinary story of his journey to find and honor a father he hadn't seen since he was two years old. Rex Beach, when we come back.